Uncaged. Uncaged. A show celebrating thought leadership from today's top business leaders. The program provides a voice to amazing executives from around the globe who are shaping the world of business today and mapping the path to the world of commerce tomorrow. And now, please welcome our host, Bant Breen, as we begin another Uncaged episode. Today, we're going to Houston, Texas to talk to Trevin Ross. Hi, Trevin. Hello, Bant. How are you? Uh, it's, I'm great. I'm great. I'm excited to talk to Trevin. Trevin is an individual who spent his whole career working in the human resources space in connection with, with health. Um, I mean, he is a guru in terms of looking at uh, HR issues related to medical devices, biotechnology, hospitals, and managed care. And so we'll, we're, we're, I'm excited to, to talk more about that because we're living through this unprecedented moment over the last year where uh, whether you're, uh, whether you're uh, talking with your family or your best friends, the topic of health is coming up constantly. And so I'm, I'm excited to hear uh, from you, Trevin, on, on what you see and, and how you see this space evolving over the near future. But before we get into that, I'd love to hear a little bit more about uh, your background and, and um, how that's evolved. Well, thanks, Bant. Um, and I really appreciate your invitation and the opportunity to be here today um, to kind of talk about these topics. As you say, they're very important. Health has been uh, obviously forefront on the minds of most people, not only here in Houston and in the U.S., but across the globe over the past year. But to kind of focus on, on me, as you had, had mentioned, and, and my background a little bit, um, I have spent my entire career in human resources. I actually set out um, and um, in my education to go into human resources. And some people at the time didn't know what human resources was, thought that human resources was a place where people kind of ended up. Uh, but it was not some place that you intended to go. But I actually set out with intent to have a career in HR. And so far, it's been a wonderful blessing to have that career. Um, Bant, as you mentioned, most of my background has been somewhere in the healthcare space. Um, a little bit of biotech, a little bit, as you mentioned, a little medical device, uh, some EMR early on in my career. Most recently, have been focused on both the provider side uh, for hospital experience and then also uh, with managed care organizations. So I've kind of moved uh, in a variety of different areas in the healthcare space. So, That's great. Yeah. And, and I mean, Trevin, we're living through this moment right now. Um, I, I read article after article about uh, hospitals trying to manage talent or uh, even uh, the pharma companies trying to manage the, the talent sh shortages. Um, mm -hmm. uh, sometimes, uh, sometimes we see big issues related to in-person work versus remote work. Mm -hmm. what, are you, what are you seeing and what, what, are you, what are you really passionate about right now? What I'm really passionate about right now, and I recently um, published a very short article uh, called, It's Not All About the Where. And you know, it's been very interesting in what I've been seeing uh, both personally and what I've been researching over this past year 
um, or actually more than a year at this point, is that what's really become important to employees, whether they are remote um, remote workers or whether they may be essential workers whose jobs require them to be at a specific location, it's in some ways, much less about where the work gets done. It's not about changing the address on where you're sitting and actually performing the work. Employees are really looking for um, their employers, their opportunities to embrace them as more of a whole person. Employees are beginning to look at work more holistically. There's not as much of a separation between your work life, your personal life, and your home life. And to say, I'm looking more for my employer to view me as a whole person. What well, look, well, look, let's, let's, let's think about that, that whole question. So over the last year, we've certainly seen the clash of, of mm -hmm. our worlds come together. Right. As many of us, uh, I, I call it my submarine life because I feel like I have spent so much time in my home. It's like being in a <laughs> submarine under the ocean. But yeah. um, but you know, there has been this this bringing together of the personal sides of your life and your and and your work life. How how has that played out, and and what what kind of trends are you seeing? The trends that that I'm seeing and are uh, a couple of different things. I would say there are primarily two. One, what we're seeing is what will what will become a hybrid sort of workforce. It's been very interesting in the early days of the pandemic, you know, essentially everyone who could picked up and went home. And after about six to nine months of that, you began to see some isolation fatigue and people, you know, employees may be saying, I want some connection. Um, I know at my own organization and with other HR people that I'm connected with, we would see people who would kind of sneak back into the office about one day a week or so. And they'd be like, I just wanted to get out of the house, you know, or I just wanted to see my coworkers face to face. And that's a trend that's going to accelerate because, you know, the genie's kind of out of the bottle and companies that have been resistant to remote work have now figured out that in one way or another, that it can actually be done. At the same time, you have to find that balance with that connection. And so we're seeing one moving toward a more hybrid model, and that will impact everything from scheduling to how workplaces are designed and how commercial real estate is configured. The other that I'm seeing is that employees are looking for, to their employers to help them achieve um, a lot of their personal or professional objectives, such as if you do some research around it, you'll see that many people who may have the ability to work remotely full time are leaving the city because they may want to live in a small town because they feel that's better for their family or, um, you know, for themselves. They just, you know, wh whatever that might mean for them, they want that balance and they're looking to, um, you know, employers and their organizations to help support them in achieving some of their personal goals and objectives as well. And though, if I was to pick two, those are the two standout items that I see developing over the next few years in the human capital space.
but but I imagine that that must be balanced with in in especially in in the healthcare profession with the need of mm-hmm. being in facilities, being in right. hospitals, but also I'd also being in labs. There's only yeah. uh, I mean right. uh, I, I I fear that my my kids might be building a lab in in the garage, but I don't I don't want to know about that. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I mean, so so how how does that in in hospital in lab element as well as I would say, uh, you know, you talked about uh, also working, you know, working um, in in situations where uh, you're uh, where you're 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 looking at managed care, right? That's mm-hmm. uh, very right. much of in person work as well. Mm-hmm. Um, how how does that play out in that scenario? Right. Well, no, that's that's a really good question. Um, you know, as you as you mentioned, people that are either in labs or maybe are in direct patient care positions, you know, their their work duties cannot be done remotely. They they must be in that specific space. I think where that plays out is that is that the organizations that employ those types of employees must transition to a more personalized engagement and a much more personalized development experience. You know, we live in a world now where you can create your own, you know, Apple iTunes playlist. You can create your own Netflix queue. Everything is very personalized. And when you have an employee and they're looking for a development opportunity or a career path, the traditional, you move up the ladder from job A to job B to job C to job D, that era is over. Employees want to say, you know, I am looking for engagement with my role and also with future opportunities that fit me individually. Again, we kind of come back to what are my own individual wants, needs, desires. Do I really want to stay on this career path? Do I want to become a manager? Even if I'm not a manager, how do I become a leader in the organization? But to look at those things and tailor those things more specifically to the individual rather than you know, a historical type of approach that says, here is the ladder that you climb in this role. They want to say, well, what, what about me? I think I, I see that uh, hitting other business verticals as well. Right. Uh, certainly uh, the, the pathway that people are taking has so many more options in many respects. Mm-hmm. And, and technology does play a role in terms of things like where you can work. For, for some aspects of, of the work, but how you should work as well and, and how that corresponds to your, your life. So right. that holistic thinking is, is really, really going to be important. And I, I, would, I would also say probably the, the, the uh, continued evolution of that person, right? Mm-hmm. So there, right. That, that must be a, an interesting one where, you know, at times we, we all need more flexibility based on moments that are happening in our lives. And then, but maybe, I, maybe we want to go back into more structure. You never know. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, I do. And, and again, I think it is a, a matter of um, employers, um, you know, really understanding what, what works for them and what flexibilities they can put in place. It really has required human capital managers to work with their senior leadership teams on pushing that envelope to say, you know, if we just dream big and nothing is off limits, 
how many different options, how many different choices can we put on the table for our employee population? And that's really going to be extremely critical as we move forward, particularly as some companies are moving their employees back into the office. While I think that's a trend that will continue, at least in part, it's going to be much more flexible than it was before, primarily because the workforce is going to demand it. Yeah, I, 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 I completely agree. Well, let, let me kind of shift gears and maybe uh, add the personal touch to the conversation here. Uh, the, the last year has been uh, tricky with the pandemic. Um, what has, where have you found joy and kind of uh, meaning o- over the last year as you've kind of going, gone through these kind of ups and downs of the pandemic? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, well, you know, it's, it's been an interesting um, year, that's for sure. Um, on a personal level, uh, I continued to go in to my office workspace every day just because there needed to be a leader um, in the physical space for those employees who didn't need to be there. So, it, um, you know, I've, I've still gotten up and done that every day. Where I have found a great deal of joy is in talking with employees and also leaders Um, who have found things that they didn't know, found out things about themselves that they um, maybe thought um, were not possible, but have really found joy in those things. And, And let me give you an example. You know, when we've had people who work from home, well, man, some have said, I don't miss the commute. Well, that's one thing. But then we've had others who say, I can take a break at three o'clock and go pick up my daughter from the bus stop and walk her home and ask her how her day was. And I can get her a snack and get her seated. And then I can go back to work. And, you know, you, you hear those or employees who say, you know, I have a hobby that I love. And on my lunch break, I can go out to my garage and engage in that for 30 to 15 minutes. And that provides me a greater work-life balance, a way to take a real break in the middle of the day. And so it has brought me tremendous joy when I hear employees say, the flexibility that we have has brought me a great deal of personal fulfillment. Following on that, if you have fulfilled, happy, and satisfied workers, then the people that they are serving and the people that they are working with, they're going to do a better job for them. I mean, I love like Richard Branson's philosophy of take care of your people and your people take care of the customers. If you have employees that are happy and satisfied and are finding joy in these new flexibilities, that's a win-win, not only for those employees in the organization, but for the people that they're supporting as well. Yeah, and and I I think that um, certainly there were many things that people liked about the remote elements. Mm -hmm. I think the the one thing obviously that it, it certainly seems that you picked up on was that the remote element can also be a point of loneliness. Right. Uh, uh, and, and how do you keep people more connected in a virtual way? I'd be curious kind of like how, how that has evolved for you, uh, that connection. Right. Um, it, it has definitely been an evolution over the past year. I think, you know, myself included had a really significant learning curve 
um, with both the technology and how to remain connected um, both in the workspace and personally as well. Um, you know, for all of, you know, for employees, you know, jumping on a Zoom call is one thing, but being managed and feeling connected is something, you know, really far over and above that. Just jumping on a Zoom call does not, does not help you to feel connected. And I think, and, and that's one thing that we've been working on and talking about a lot is working with leaders on how they continue to create that connection. One of the, and let me give you an example. One of the things that, you know, we found in some surveys that we've done and even in just speaking with employees is that Zoom meetings felt very mechanical and very business focused. You jump on the call, you jump right into the agenda and let's get this done and knock it out, close the call and move on. What was missing was the in-person ability to walk in, give them a hug. Hi, how are you doing? What's going on today? Share a cup of coffee, all of that sort of thing. And so really working with leaders to recreate as much as possible that space, training them on when everybody jumps on the call, take five minutes and ask how everybody is. If somebody has a cup of coffee, Go around. I did this once with my team. Everyone had a cup of coffee and we went around and everybody had to show their coffee mug and what their coffee mug <laughs> was and it looked like, you know, or things like that. Because again, we're talking about really personalizing that experience. Kind of human side, the holistic mm -hmm. element, trying to bring yeah. that, personalize it, really mm -hmm. make it uh, less of a transaction and right. more of more of a, a of a of a human connection. Mm -hmm. So so Trevin, I mean, uh, you're you're in one of the states I think that uh, has some of the most open rules on um, mm -hmm. move, mo movement and restaurants, etc. Mm -hmm. I mean, what does the future look like right now um, for for the human resources space in healthcare, and how do you think it's going to evolve over the near future? Well, I think that, you know, over the near future, there's a lot of focus on, you know, trying to return to what we would call a more normal state, but that, nor that normalcy has changed. And I think really what it's, how it's going to impact leadership in organizations is that, you know, these types of things, we, you know, we hope we never see another pandemic like this. And believe me, I totally get it. But when it comes to things like business continuity, that's going to have to be a part of the planning. It's going to have, and we're going to have to work with leaders in developing skills about managing remotely, not only because remote work is here to stay, but if we ever have a situation like this again, um, you know, we'll still have to do that. Now, not only with regards to the pandemic, but I live here in Houston, Texas. You know, a few years ago, we had Hurricane Harvey. Nobody could get into work. Even those people who had power were like, I'm trapped in my house. I can't get into work. Um, and so, again, not only a pandemic, but how do we maintain that flexibility and continue as much as possible to keep the organization moving forward. And that's going to have to be integrated, not only from a technology standpoint, but it's going to have to be integrated from a leadership standpoint, from how do you lead? How do you make sure that your workers feel that they are cared for and, and you know, that their personal needs are 
um, that there's a focus on their personal needs, particularly in times like that. So we're going to have to be able to kind of manage from both sides. In yeah, the- uh, flexibility, continuity, and really, I would say that point that you, you mentioned uh, earlier, which is the holistic uh, perspective on yeah. on management of 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 talent and and right. the teams that you have, Trevin. It's been great to talk to you today on on the Uncage Show. We've been talking to Trevin Ross. Uh, he is a human resources guru, especially focused on the healthcare space. I feel, Trevin, we may have a a a new a new term. We've coined a new term, maybe <laughs> the holistic health human resources space, right? Yeah, there you go. So uh, Trevin Ross, the guru on holistic health human resources. Boom. A lot lot of H's there. (laughs) Um, Trevin, if if people want to find you, where, where should they connect with you? Uh, I'm on LinkedIn, so they can certainly go look me up there. My contact information is there. Um, so anyone who would like to reach out and, um, you know, happy to discuss or, um, you know, further questions, anything like that, please feel free. You can uh, find my contact information there. Great. Thank you so much again, Trevin, for being on the show. Trevin Ross is a leader in human resources area related to uh, healthcare, healthcare, uh, medical devices, biotechnology, hospitals, and managed care. Uh, We've been talking to him about some of the immediate uh, challenges that companies and groups are experiencing in the healthcare space, as well as the balance that companies need to be thinking about going forward uh, as we face future challenges uh, as the world continues to change. We've been, we're lucky to have Trevin on the show today on Uncage, which provides a voice to amazing executives from around the globe who are shaping the world of business today and mapping the path to the commerce of tomorrow. Thanks again, Trevin. Thanks, Ben. Have a good day.